Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. On this podcast, we'll take a journey to the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky, and today I'll be sharing with you two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard is the Autopia, with a cartoon Mickey and Donald in a red Autopia car and Goofy on one of the medians trying to hitch a ride. On the back it reads, Tomorrowland Autopia. No stopping for hitchhikers on the highway of the future. So, Goofy stands perplexed as Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck whiz past him on the Autopia in Tomorrowland. It's postmarked January 12, 1961, and was sent with a three-cent Liberty stamp. I assume they visit the park on Wednesday, January 11th. When park hours were from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., the weather was a high of 82 and a low of 44. Park attendance that day was 4,633. It's addressed to a Scott Stull of Portland, Oregon. It reads, 1-11-61. Dear Scott, Daddy and Mommy rode the other rides, but we just watched these. Lovingly, Mommy and Daddy. Although the Autopia is not everyone's favorite attraction, Autopia does have the distinction of being an original Tomorrowland and Disneyland attraction that is still operating today. The attraction has gone through a lot of changes. In 1961, when Mommy and Daddy watched the attraction in Tomorrowland, it was one of two Autopia attractions at the park, and the ride vehicles were the fifth version of the cars. From 1959 through 1999, there were Autopia attractions in Tomorrowland and Fantasyland. The Fantasyland Autopia cars were built for smaller drivers, while Tomorrowland cars were designed for older kids and adults to drive. Also, in 1959, the Mark V Autopia cars were introduced. The Mark V cars were heavier than their predecessors, and were built with Buick bumper parts that looked like headlights. The car that Donald is driving on the postcard is a Mark V. The Mark V was also the last car to drive the Autopia track without a guide rail. From opening day until 1965, when the Mark VI car took over, the Autopia drivers only had the track to guide them through the attraction. A center guide rail was added for safety and to help prevent drivers from sideswiping other cars and the embankments. Looking at this postcard in the book, The Nickel Tour, there is a version of this postcard with Mickey and Donald in a newer Mark VI Autopia car and Goofy is missing. He must have finally caught a ride. The front of our next postcard has Jungle Cruise natives with both instruments, horns and drums, and weaponry, shields and spears. On the back it reads, Jungle drums beat, natives chant, to a ceremonial war dance in their village along the banks of the tropical rivers of the world in Adventureland. It's postmarked July 23, 1961, and sent with a three-cent Liberty stamp. I assume they visit the park on Saturday, July 22nd, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 77 and a low of 64. Park attendance that day was 48,388. It's addressed to a Alan Hagen of Auburn, Washington. It reads, Hi Alan, didn't see any of these, but saw about everything else. We'll see you next Sunday, Linda. It's too bad Linda didn't see the Jungle Cruise. She could have seen the attraction in its original form. The year after she visited, the Jungle Cruise received its first refurbishment and new scenes were added. Check out episode 27, sent from the Elephant Pool, which I review those changes. Another change the Jungle Cruise experience was the removal of a visual waterway link between Adventureland and Frontierland. 
When you look at old maps and guidebooks, or the next time you're in the Main Street Opera House and looking at the 1955 diorama, you can see how the Jungle Cruise River and the Rivers of America were linked by a small stream. Guests would walk over the waterway in Frontierland to get to the Frontierland Station. The visible waterway was completely removed before the addition of New Orleans Square and Pirates of the Caribbean. Guests still walk over the waterway, although the connection is now underground. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would also help to leave a five-star rating or comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. A special thanks to e-ticket patrons Eric Daniels, Tania, C-ticket patrons The Riley Family, Debbie Weinstein, Brian Crawford, Jenny Schneep, Series Inquiries Only, and a special shout-out to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the A-ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Angelica Nablock, The All Aboard Podcast, and Maggie and Henry Byers. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sent from Disneyland, or on Twitter at Sent from Disney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard address to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its hosts and the guests of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.